Hey guys, and welcome to Stepping Outside. Today we are going to step back inside to reflect on what we learned in the prior prior episodes. Uh, as a reminder, this isn't necessarily what you need to take away, but this is Jamie and I talking about what we took away from the first two episodes, because they were obviously dense, <laughs> and there was a lot going on. So, uh, hi Jamie, say hi. Hello! <laughs> Cadence is asleep, which is perfect. Don't yes. know where our cat is. Mm-hmm. We'll find him later. Um, Alright Jamie, so, in the very first episode, Mark called Christians complicated. And I think that's, I think it's really funny because the first time that I told my mom that I was doing this podcast, even she mentioned the fact that there Christians can be perceived in so many different ways. Like they can be seen as good. They can be seen as bad. Like they're honest, good people who are Christians. And then there are honestly terrible people who are, who call Mm -hmm. themselves Christians. And the fact that my mom sees that is really telling um and i think it can come down to a to the point that they're like at the very core of our religion it can be complicated because in the two parables that were discussed in the first episode um the eye of the needle and the three talents obviously they can be interpreted either way Mm -hmm. because even mm -hmm. because even lawrence in his article I, remember, I think that's his name. I didn't even mm-hmm. look it up. But uh, he described the eye of the needle as talking about greed and not directly talking about money. But in the in later in the article, he mentioned the three talents being directly related to money. And you could flip it and you could do the eye of the needle as we're talking directly about money. And you could look at the um, three talents as speaking allegorical to or metaphorical to uh, God-given abilities and talents, you could see either one as, bo- as both dealing with money, but then at that point, I feel like your head would explode because that's really complicated. That, that would be complicated. <laughs> um, so, And there's lots of other interpretations. There's lots of other things in the Bible that can be taken with or without context to be interpreted in different ways like that, just like that. Yeah, and um, I looked up on Google, like, how many distinct denominations were in the United States, and according to Google, there are 200 denominations. I actually thought it would be more than that. <laughs> I really did. And that's of, Christi- that's of Christians. That's of Christians. So, um, that's another reason, just, like, another proof that it's so complicated, um, and you kind of have to learn how to identify yourself like if you say evangelical christian well that comes a lot of times does put something in somebody's mind um that you know either negative or positive depending on what the experiences they've had with Mm -hmm. an evangelical christian um so yeah there's just a lot of different and each and every one of those denominations has different distinct beliefs Mm-hmm. I mean, at the root, it's all about Jesus, or it's supposed to be, mm-hmm. but it's it's either, I guess, ritual or method or actual religious beliefs um, that... <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, Jonesy. 
clawing at me. We found him. That, um, yeah, there's just so many aspects to Christianity that are in and of themselves complicated. So it's understandable that an outsider would see it as, um... Complicated. I think sometimes, um, because there are so many different interpretations, it can make it less believable, make Christianity less believable, or make you not even want to take it seriously because you're like, well, who knows what to believe? So how can it be, how can Jesus really be, um, this real figure or true person, um, if there's so many different thoughts about how to be a follower of him. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll get into an, uh, actions later because I think that's one way that we like make our faith um, believable, I guess, mm-hmm. is through our actions. But I think we're going to talk about that in a minute. Definitely. And that is very important because in the second episode... Mark described Christians as powerful, and that was from prior conversations that I had had with him, but I wanted to talk with him about it because in the in my past discussions, he had described it to me uh, as he had used the word powerful, so that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to bring it up to him. And I can see where he would think that, because, I mean, you talked about it in the episode, how how many people in our government are Christians, and I was just thinking, like, I can't think of one president in the United States that has been anything other than Christian, mm-hmm. whether they were Catholic or Protestant. Um, and, you know, maybe I need to do more research on that, but off the top of my head, I'm, I can't think of any president that were, that was non-Christian. Um, and so, you know, from the perspective of 20th century, 21st century uh, American, I can definitely see how he would, say powerful and then like the irony of that is that christianity started out as like going against those in power it was very much a persecuted religion when it started mm-hmm. and um like all of the writers of the new testament all of the disciples were persecuted for their faith mm-hmm. um and it wasn't until like constantine that it became linked with a government and became uh so powerful as yeah. <laughs> as Mark describes. So it's almost like uh, it's like those it, it can be seen from the outside as and and I see it a lot too in this way as a power grab like people in power can claim mm-hmm. Christianity like they can it's like it's like playing a um it's like playing a card in a game like you can call Christianity you can play Christianity call yourself a Christian and then immediately gain the support of millions of people. And unfortunately, (laughs) yeah. And those people will tend to be incredibly loyal. Um, as we've learned (laughs) Mm -hmm. over the past four years. Um, so Mark sees Christianity for those who are seeking to control society and gain power in order to impose their rightly or righteous way of life. That's how he sees it, and I, I can get I can I can get behind that. I see that I see that a lot, mm-hmm. and I think that you know Christians sometimes do feel that way about about their faith, like that it. Well, I know as a Christian, I do think that Jesus is real, 
Mm-hmm. And that that is an absolute truth. This perspective of having absolute truth and and the way to God, um, it can come across to other people, like Mark or whoever, as um, an in a superiority complex. Yeah. As trying to you know, we looking down on other people who don't um, have that same way of thinking. Yeah, and there's a difference between Christians. There's a difference between people in general who use religion to create inferiority as opposed to those who use it to show respect and mm-hmm. compassion to others. Yeah. So to your question of our absolute truth, because I believe the same, I think a big question that we need to ask ourselves, and this is a big reflection that uh, I have and you have with the episode because mm-hmm. we discussed this prior, is how do we... How do we live with our absolute truth amongst those who do not prescribe to our truth? Because, I mean, God doesn't call us to just love other Christians. Right. And he doesn't call us to love people who only believe like we do. He calls us to love everyone. So right. I think that's a big question that I ask myself. Uh, I think it's a question that everybody needs to ask themselves, everybody in the church. And I think, like, it, that's why, to me, the big takeaway, I guess, from mm-hmm. this episode is mm-hmm. how important it is to speak with our actions. Um, and actually, there's a, a Bible verse that really is helpful to me in thinking about this. And it comes from um, oh my God, 1 Peter chapter 3. And, like, I guess I'll start with verse 13. It says, who's going to harm you if you're eager to do good? But if you if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Um, do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. And that goes along with what I was saying earlier about how, like, the first Christians were not in power. Like, yeah. they were persecuted. But uh, that doesn't mean that we have those same persecutions today. It's not the same when we read. <laughs> when no. We, when we no. <laughs> read the Anyway, but verse 14 um Sorry, verse 15 says, In your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience, so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. And so it's kind of like, you know, if if you have, if you're doing good, if you're like making a difference in the world, um, you know, if you're speaking love and not hate, if you're giving to the poor or what, you know, if people can see your actions are good, then you can speak your truth in a way that's um, gen- with gentleness and with respect, and it will be heard better. It will be received better than if you're you're not if you're not, you know, if you're living with hate towards mm-hmm, others or mm-hmm. if you're you know selfish or greedy or whatever the case is which i'm sure we all fall down at times but yeah but in general like that's why our actions are more important than yeah. our words <laughs> i think the gentleness and respect is that from that verse is very key very very key and something that uh we as christians need to keep in mind mm-hmm. as we navigate this world that God created. Yeah. 
So I guess the other takeaway is our main goal should just be to love. Boom. Boom. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, next week we will be stepping back outside for another discussion with a wonderful guest who I can't wait for you all to hear from. And then in two weeks, you will hear from Jamie and I again. So thanks again for listening. As always, if you want to keep up with the podcast outside of actually listening to the podcast, go on and follow me (laughs) on Instagram at Stepping Outside Podcast. And that's where I'll post all my information and whatnot. Yeah. Thanks. Bye.